Welcome to this week's sermon at Village Presbyterian Church. At Village, we seek to be shaped by the life of Christ, to practice authentic friendship, and serve the world. You're invited to join us at either our Mission Campus or our Antioch Campus. For now, we hope you hear a word for your own life in this sermon. Good morning. Our reading today is from Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 through 8. But first, join me in prayer. O Lord our God, your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Give us grace to receive your truth in faith and love, that we may be obedient to your will and live always for your glory. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of the heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them as their God. They will be his peoples, and God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more. For the first things have passed away. And the one who was seated on the throne said, See, I am making all things new. Also, he said, Write this, for these words are trustworthy and true. Then he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give water as a gift from the spring of the water of life. To those who conquer, will inherit these things, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the polluted, the murderers, the fornicators, the sorcerers, the idolaters, and all liars, their place will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand forever. The people who have walked in the darkness have seen a great light. Have seen a great light. Those who lived on a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. On them light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named, and he is named, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Prince of Peace. So what Janice just read to us is called The Revelation to John. It is the last book in all of the Bible. 
It's called an apocalyptic book because it looks toward the future, towards the end that is to come. Uh, This is a revelation that God gives to a writer named John, and he writes these things down. And in the second to the last chapter of the Bible, this is chapter 21 in the revelation to John, God recites this amazing scene. God says to John, this is what is to come. See, the home of God will be among mortals. And God will dwell among them and be their God. And they will be God's people. God, God's own self, God, will live among them. And the writer goes on to record this from God. God says, God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more, mourning, crying, pain will be no more. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last letters of the Greek alphabet. I am the beginning and the end, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. When Christ is born, when Christ is in flesh God, we will be the children of God because Christ in God is everlasting Father. We've explored in the sermon series of Advent from the prophet Isaiah, what does it mean that one of God's names is Wonderful Counselor? What does it mean that Jesus himself is the mighty God? And now, what does it mean that in Jesus Christ, we encounter the everlasting Father? So any conversation about father and mother, for me, draws me back to my own parents, Dick and Alice Nishioka, who are in heaven now, probably They cringe every time I get up to preach. Well, dad cringes. Mom's like just beaming because mom's that way. Um, I was graced to be raised by two amazing people who loved us. I'm second of four boys who loved each other dearly and who loved God even more. So the image of everlasting father for me is a rich and a true one. Mom and dad Uh, four boys were all my size. We had a rule in our house growing up in Seattle. The rule was we had to break a thing a day. (laughs) Not just small things. Something had to be broken during the course of that day or it wasn't a Nishioka household day. And by God's grace through mom, oh my goodness, dad would always say to us growing up, you boys are lucky to have a boy's mom. And we were like, not the brightest of God's children, we were like, yeah, but because we have no sisters, thank you, Jesus. And so it's just us. We understood later that mom was an amazing boy's mom because she put up with things like breaking a thing a day and not just small stuff. We, we broke furniture. Um, there was one floor lamp that had this hurricane glass lamp shade over it, and we probably broke several of those over the course of every year. Mom and dad would have been wise to buy stock in that company because they were always having to go to some store and get more of those lamp stands. 
It occurred to us years later to dad and mom, you know, you couldn't have just like replaced it because actually broke it like the 17th time. We'd like to just be done with the lamp, right? Uh, we moved out. The youngest one, Brandon, moved out finally. Just mom and dad were there. And, and we noticed that they um, replaced the carpeting for the entire house. Uh, and then they bought new furniture. Then they redid the kitchen. And once when I was back home visiting, again, not the brightest of God's children, I turned to mom and dad and said, hey, this is, this is really nice. Why didn't you do this when we were living here? And mom turned to me and said, do you not remember what it was like when you boys were all here? You used to break a thing a day. We're like, oh yeah, that's true. Um, Upstairs in our bedrooms, we have posters on the wall. They're still there. I've seen them that are in odd places on the wall. It's because if you remove the poster, you will see a hole in that wall because we were doing something, boys do, and an elbow or a fist or a foot or a head went through the wall, and we just moved a poster there. It was convenient. I was blessed with two amazing, loving, grace-filled parents. So this everlasting father image, I get it. Uh, My dad was pastor of the Japanese Presbyterian Church in Seattle. That's a congregation that I will forever love. They taught me who Jesus is and how Jesus loves me and how I'm supposed to love Jesus. That's a wonderful congregation still. I'm so grateful for them. Dad was pastor of that church. Uh, We moved from the Beacon Hill area where there are a lot of other Asian Americans, African Americans, Latinos in the center city of Seattle. And we moved to the north part of Seattle, bought a house there. Um, We were the only non-white family to move into our northern Seattle neighborhood. And Seattle was going through integration, desegregation of public schools where they were busing kids in the center of the city where we used to live out to the suburb areas, uh, trying to get us more integrated. Still, Wilson Middle School in the northern part of the city, which is where our school was, Wilson Middle School, was very, very white. There were only a handful of us who were not white, Asian Americans, Latinos, um, African Americans. Um, And so I was in seventh grade in social studies class, and our teacher, who I liked very much, very lovely woman, a white woman, she was teaching us about World War II. It was the segment about World War II and how World War II started and how the U.S. got involved. And And in the conversation about Pearl Harbor, she turned to me, the only Asian-American kid in the class, the only Japanese-American kid in the class, and she turned to me and said, so Roger, why did you people bomb Pearl Harbor? And I thought, I don't know. Really? I hadn't thought about that. We bombed Pearl Harbor? Oh, golly. So it sat with me, right? Troubled me. I thought, yeah, that wasn't very nice. We shouldn't have done that. Um, So I went home, and I'm at home doing homework, and Dad comes home from work, from church, and hey, Dad, hey, Raj, Um, he called me Roddy, that was the name, hey, Roddy, hi, Dad, what you doing, homework, that's good. And as he's walking through the living room, I can still see him walking away, I sat up and said, hey, Dad, why did our people bomb Pearl Harbor? And he stopped, and he turned around, looked at me, and said, what? And I said, um, why why did our people bomb Pearl Harbor? He said, I'm sorry, what, Roddy? Uh, And right away, even though I'm not very bright, right away I could tell this was not a good question, right? And so I retracted. I said, oh, uh, never never mind, forget it. And he goes, no, no, what did you just ask me? And I said, um, uh, uh, something about Pearl Harbor. And he's like, did you ask me why we bombed Pearl Harbor? I said, uh, 
uh, maybe. Um, Roddy, what did you just ask me? Well, uh, I asked that because today in school, my teacher, your teacher asked you, yeah, uh, maybe, no, she didn't, no, I'm making this up. Your teacher asked you why we bombed Pearl Harbor. Well, uh, kind of, maybe. Roddy, get in the car. Uh, uh, what? Get in the car. Uh, why? Because we're going to your school. Oh, oh, uh, no, no, Dad, no, it's okay. Uh, I, I made it up. I, I'm lying. I'm, you should punish me. I'm bad. Give me time out. No, Roddy, get in the car. So, so we're driving to Wilson Middle School, right? And I'm saying, please, Jesus, please let no one be there. Please, not my teacher, nobody be there, right? We pull into the parking lot, and it's mostly empty. I'm so glad, but there are a few cars there. We go to the building where my social studies class is, right? And the doors are locked. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Good. Doors are locked. Dad is so persistent, he walks with me behind him, and he tries the doors of each of our different buildings. The triple, triple, zero building where the administration is, it's open. Rats. He walks in, the hallway's empty. Thank you, Jesus, right? I'm like, Dad, there's nobody here. Let's just go home. Just then, the door opens for the vice principal's office. His name is Mr. Whiteman. I'm not making that up. Mr. White Man comes out of his office and sees Dad and me and says, Hi, can I help you? And Dad turns to him and says, Sir, my name is Richard Nishioka, and this is my son, Roger. And today, in his class, his teacher asked him why we bombed Pearl Harbor. And Mr. Whiteman, his whole posture just fell. He went, and looked up and said, Sir, I'm so sorry. Would you like to sit in my office with me and talk about this? And of course, I'm saying, no, let's just go home. Let's just go home, Dad. It's okay. And Dad says, yes, sir, I would. So we go back into Mr. Whiteman's office. There were chairs there, and then there was a desk. And to his credit, this man was amazing. He doesn't invite us to sit in the chairs, and then he goes behind his desk. He pulls a chair out and sits alongside of us and turns to me and says, Roger, would you tell me what you remember happening today? And I said, uh, in social studies, my teacher, who I like, she's very nice, she kind of asked me why my people, we bombed Pearl Harbor. And he, Mr. Whiteman said, oh. And before he could say anything else, Dad spoke up and said, Sir, my name is Richard Nishioka. I'm the pastor of the Japanese Presbyterian Church here in Seattle. I am a Presbyterian minister. I was born in California. My son, Roddy, he was born in Hawaii. My wife, Alice, his mom, she was born in California. My parents, Grace and Harry, they were born in California. My wife's parents, my in-laws, they were born in California. We are Americans. We didn't bomb Pearl Harbor. And Mr. Whiteman looked at my dad and me and said, Reverend Nishioka. Oh, he addressed him with honor and respect. He said, Reverend Nishioka, I'm the vice principal here at Wilson Middle School. 
My name is Dan Whiteman, and I am so sorry. I can assure you, in the morning, you'll have an apology from me and our principal and Roger's teacher, and this will never happen again. My dad looked at him and said, Mr. Whiteman, in World War II, me and my little sister and my parents, we were removed from our home in Long Beach, California, by order of our government. And we were sent to an internment camp in Poston, Arizona, for almost two years. And we lost everything. I am proud still to be an American. My son is proud to be an American. Mr. Whiteman says, Of course you are, Reverend Nishioka. Of course. So we get in the car and we're driving home. Dad, in his usual way, lecturing me the entire time. Never, never let anyone in any way infer or tell you that you are not an American. We are proud to be Americans. I learned two things that day. The first thing I learned was this Mr. Whiteman, our vice principal, an amazing and thoughtful and gracious man. For the rest of my career at Wilson Middle School, whenever I would see him, he would say, Roger, how you doing? Fine, Mr. Whiteman. Good to see you. How's your dad and mom? They're doing good. Thank you, sir. I learned that Mr. Whiteman was an amazing, thoughtful, and gracious man. The second thing I learned, my dad, my dad had my back. 24-7, my father would stand up for me even when I didn't want him to. Every kid, every kid, Rainy, every kid, Leo, needs to know that I've got a parent, a dad, a mom, someone in my life who will stand up for me 24-7. Every child needs to know that. And for those of us who didn't have that, we spend our whole lives looking for it. God says, the home of God will be now among people, and I will be their God, and they will be my people, and I will dwell among them, and I will love them, And they, they will be my children because I, I will be their everlasting father. In a week, that's what's going to happen to you and to me. We are going to be named the children of the everlasting father forever and forever. God, the father and mother of us all. Thanks be to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon at Village Presbyterian Church. Learn more about us at villagepres.org. And we invite you to join us again next week.